This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1353, synonyms for use in speaking and writing. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Did you know there are at least 22 definitions for the word use? That's why it's so easy to make mistakes when you try to paraphrase this word in speaking and writing. Listen today for the ultimate list of synonyms for use and get examples of where to use them on IELTS. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Aubrey. Um, I heard that you saw a special kind of mistake in a student essay, and we're going to clear up some vocab for our students today. Yes, I've seen students make this mistake before. So likely you guys out there, listeners, have made this mistake or you might not be aware that it's even a possibility. So we want to help you avoid this mistake on test day. We're going to clarify some vocabulary because you could make this mistake in both speaking and writing on the IELTS exam. Exactly. Here's the thing, guys. Um, the word use. <laughs> Obviously, it's it's an easy word. It's a low-level word, but it is an extremely useful word because it has so many meanings and we use use all the time. But here's the thing. Like, you might be choosing the wrong paraphrase for it. And that's what we see students do all the time. Exactly. If you just pull up the thesaurus, you're going to see hundreds of synonyms, but they're all different depending on the context of the sentence. They don't work as a direct synonym every time. And that's the mistake that we see. So let me share, for example, I saw a mistake in a task one essay where a student was writing about a line graph that -hmm. was showing numbers for use of electronic products. Mm -hmm. And they likely pulled from the thesaurus, the synonym listed there for use, consumption. Mm -hmm. And they Mm -hmm. said the line graph illustrates the consumption of electronic products between January and June. Consumption doesn't work this way. We can't consume electronic products. We can Mm -hmm. consume electricity or energy. So I understand why the student would think, well, that doesn't make sense. Totally. Easy mistake to make. Yeah. We we use resources, right? Like um, fuel, electricity, stuff like that. We use those resources. We consume those resources. That is a paraphrase that works because they have the same meaning in those sentences. Um, but consume also means eat. <laughs> And when you use consume in the wrong place, like here, for example, it looks like they're saying the the people are eating the electronic products like it just it doesn't make any sense. 
Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work. Unfortunately, this is going to affect your vocabulary scores if you're choosing incorrect synonyms, not using them in the right context. So you really want to make sure we've said this before, but don't take risks on test day. But Mm -hmm. also this episode is going to be so helpful so that you're aware of which words you can use when you're trying to paraphrase the word use, because that happens a lot. We use it all the time. I just used (laughs) it six times. I'm going to need synonyms and paraphrases (laughs) for it on test day. Exactly, guys. So hit follow right now wherever you're listening because we bring you two fresh IELTS lessons every single week. So hit follow right now, guys. And make sure you stay until the end of today's episode because we have the results of a poll that we just did on Spotify. Some very interesting results for the question, which speaking part do you think is the most difficult? So stay until the end, guys, to find out if you uh, you have the same feelings about the speaking test as everyone in the world, because that can be comforting to know that you're in the same boat as other IELTS students. So stay until the end, guys. All right, let's get to the word use. Now, How many, just if you had to guess, Aubrey, how many definitions do you think there are of the word use? (laughs) Oh, geez. I would say at least 15. I know it's used as a noun and a verb and phrasal verbs, but maybe even more than that. Did you check how many? Well, I it, it will differ according to the dictionary, crazily mm. enough, but I did look at dictionary.com, which listed 22 different meanings of the word use. So that gives you guys an idea um, of how easy it is to choose the wrong paraphrase, right? Because you could be choosing a paraphrase for the first definition when actually you're using the third definition. You see what I mean? Like, do you see why it's so complicated? And not only that, pronunciation changes. Use is such a weird word because it's used as a noun. And then we say the use, right? We change that from a Z sound to an S sound. So this matters for IELTS speaking. If you want to say like the use of a hammer is you're using it as a noun, but we change it from the Z to an S. Right. That's such a good point. Oh my gosh. Who knew this word is so complicated? Problematic. Um, And you can't avoid it, right? It's so necessary. (laughs) We use use all the time. All right. So Um, We're just going to share five of the most common definitions to give you an idea of the choices here of how often this pops up in IELTS questions and our answers. So the most common definition, of course, is just the use of something. The We're um, employing it for a purpose, right? The purpose of it. So for example, the use of this podcast is to be clear on IELTS. Yeah, extremely useful for for, um, writing to say like the use of electronics among teenagers has risen exponentially, right? To be talking about the increased use of something. That's a great sentence. That's a great sentence. Um, and then, of course, guys, we we also use it in these phrases and these chunks of language that carry their own meaning. Like if you're talking about something in the past that you were accustomed to doing, right? I used to, I used to um, live in Nevada, but now I live in Oregon, right? So that's something that that phrase you will use a lot in speaking part one. 
Yes, we've done a whole episode about this recently because there's a common mistake if you're saying, did you used to, or I used Mm. to, they're spelled differently, pronounced a little bit differently. So go back and check out that one for a whole explanation on this verb, which can be really tricky. That's excellent. That's excellent. And then, um, of course, it is also a verb in its own right. That's the most common, right? That you are uh, manipulating something for your own purpose, right? Um, like we we use the living room table to eat dinner at instead of a dining room table. If you're describing your home on IELTS or your um, your daily life, your habits, your lifestyle, you're going to use this verb use a lot in those answers. If you're asked to describe your job, this would be a great great way to provide more detail to describe all of the tools you use. I use the laptop yeah. and a microphone and a desk. Totally. Totally. Exactly. Um, and then one last definition we want to give you, this is a more high level use of use, <laughs> um, is exploit, right? And this is a negative way. Like um, when you, you Excuse me. It's a negative use of something for your own purposes, but this is usually in a devious manner, right? So maybe um, the consequences are bad for this other thing outside yourself, but for you, (laughs) they are good, right? To exploit like we, um, the, let's see, large corporations use advertising um, in a negative way to extract maximum feelings of lack in their uh, audience. (laughs) We often use this when we're talking about how we felt to say, I felt exploited. I felt used by this advertisement or by the way another person treated me, right? Let's say in speaking part two, Aubrey, you are asked to describe a theme park that you went to um, and you would use this because you would say, I just went to Universal Studios with my kids and I felt used in Harry Potter world because. (laughs) Yes, this is so true. I was just telling Jessica about this. They really they trick you into buying very expensive wands for your children. But like the wand chooses the child and it's a special magic for the child. And, and then they're like, that'll be $80, please. (laughs) You're like, Oh, terrible goodness. And the kids, they're like, this is my special wand for me. And you have no choice. (laughs) Um, you know what guys, I think we should do a sample part two answer for this in the next episode. Cause I do want you guys to hear this whole story. Um, and it'll be a great speaking part two model for how to tell a story um, that is near and dear to one's heart and you can express a lot of emotions there. So let's do that on Friday. And it'll also be a good heads up if you ever go to Universal Studios. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Maybe you won't make the mistake I made. (laughs) Warning, warning. I love it. (laughs) Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, let's get to the synonyms now. What can our students use instead of use? 
Yes. So especially well on both speaking and writing, if you have already said use and you're trying to think of a synonym, you're trying not to use, repeat vocabulary, you mm -hmm. need more words and you need to understand that they need to use be used in specific contexts. Mm -hmm. So first, for just that standard definition of use, I use something for my own benefit. You can mm -hmm. say utilize. Mm -hmm. or manipulate, right? Mm -hmm. I utilize a computer and a microphone at work. So that's a direct synonym for that use of this word. Exactly. Manipulate um, is has a slightly a different. different meaning though, right? So utilize is always going to take the place of use in that context. One-to-one -one synonym. It's perfect. But manipulate's a little bit different. So manipulate has a connotation of, um, well, it has a few different definitions, but here it would be useful when you are talking about like actually using your hands to change something, to move something for your own purposes, right? Yep. And um, then another direct synonym, I think it's good to have two here besides just utilize, um, yeah. is make use of, right? Yes. This phrase, you I know, love that I phrase. make use of a computer, I'm anything that you are if you would just say use or utilize, you can also use this phrase. And what a lovely phrasal verb to throw in. You know, um, I'm sure you guys are taking this step when you're writing your essays, but you should be at the end of writing your essays. You should save a few minutes to proofread. You should be looking for repeated words like use. I promise you, you will see that word repeated. And these are two great paraphrases that you can always put in the place there. Utilize or make use of. Um, now, to describe something, a habit in the past or a situation in the past that is not true today, right? I used to or this used to happen. Um, that'll also come in useful for speaking part three, because you often have to compare the past to now. So a much higher level way to say that is accustomed to, right? I was accustomed to um, driving in the ice and snow uh, when I grew up in Nevada. But now, luckily, I don't have to do that, which is not true. I still have to drive in the ice and snow. <laughs> Unfortunately, that would be more true for me. I was accustomed yeah. to that growing up in Idaho, now in Arizona. I never have to. There you go. Now it's now it's true. All right, cool. I don't even example sentences. I don't like being dishonest. In. I know, right? You have a hard time. You're like, that wasn't true. But I another... always have to have that disclaimer like, oh, but that's not true. Okay. Anyway. Another synonym for this is to make a habit of something. So you yeah. have used to, I was used to this. I was accustomed to it and yeah. I made a habit of it. And this is more high level. I don't hear students yeah. use this very often, right? So in the past, I made a habit of eating breakfast as soon as I woke up, but yeah. now I'm trying intermittent fasting and I don't eat until noon. None of that's true. <laughs> I also feel I the, the need to say that none of that is true, but great example <laughs> if you are. <laughs> well, here's the thing, guys. Here's one of the lovely things about our podcasts and another reason why you should hit follow is one of our um, like priorities is to always be genuine and authentic with you guys. We really share ourselves in these podcasts. So again, hit follow, guys, because we're some interesting people. All right. Now, <laughs> here's another very high level phrase. We have three more for you guys. 
Um, all right. So um, exercise, to exercise one's rights, right? To use one's rights, to exercise one's ability, we also say. I so, used this recently because I found out a friend of mine is not voting. And I was oh. like, you have to exercise your right to vote. Think of yes. all of the women who fought for us to have this right. It was not always a given. I got pretty passionate about it. And that is Oh true. my gosh. <laughs> I agree 100%. Yeah. Um, if you're talking about, you know, using your strengths in the workplace or something, if you are talking about your job, what you like, you'd be like, I get to exercise my creative abilities um, in a lot of what I do. And that, oh my gosh, that would be so impressive on, on IELTS. Yes, absolutely. And the next one is exert. I don't think I've ever heard a student use this, band nine. And it means to use one's energy. So when you're at the gym, you are exerting a lot of energy. If you have a, a task one essay about burning calories, this would be a great paraphrase to yes. use. Yes. I, I also like the use of it um, in the phrase exerting power. Mm. That means to use power over something or someone. So um, the government exerts its power over over citizens to um, encourage them to follow the law. <laughs> yes, I say. wish that was more how they exerted their power. That would be in I an know. ideal world. <laughs> I know. I wish. I wish that were true. All right. And the last one, guys, just to bring it back to the first half of today's episode, um, the word exploit, right? To use someone or something for your own nefarious purposes. And we gave you examples of that in the first half of today's show. So don't forget that word as well. So one more time, guys, just to list out these phrases before we get to the exciting results of our recent Spotify poll. Um, we taught you today's phrases, utilize, manipulate, make use of, accustomed to, in the past, I made a habit of, but now I exercise one's rights or abilities, exert one's energy or power, and exploit. Oh my gosh, that's that's such a great list. It is a great list. You could add consume, right? Or consumption, because we also yeah, talked about nice. how you should or should not use that on IELTS. Avoid this mistake. But really, there are hundreds of mistakes that could be made if you pull oh all gosh. of these different synonyms and use one in the incorrect context. Ugh. Yes. Uh, what a nightmare use is. <laughs> All right, guys. So um, a few episodes ago, we asked a question in Spotify in a poll. Which speaking part do you think is the most difficult? Part one, part two, or part three? So unsurprisingly, 0% said part one, and I'm happy about that. And then part two, 33%. Mm -hmm. And part three, 67%. So this hmm. doesn't surprise me. Part three is more difficult. These are questions you may not have thought about before, questions that apply to society at large, right? You need to be reading the news to have ideas about these things. You know, I'm actually surprised there is such a huge gap between part two and part three, because um, I find part two actually causes a lot more challenges for students than part To fill three. that two minutes. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I bet it's because uh, people listen to this podcast and they've just gotten so good at speaking part two. I think I think that's why. We've given you so many great strategies. That's good to hear. You're like, I'm not worried about part two anymore. Got all these good strategies from IELTS Energy. You're welcome. 
You're welcome. Um, And just to remind you, we will be talking about part two on Friday um, and providing you a band nine model answer. Maybe a couple band nine uh, model answers. And if you listen in Spotify, there will be a new question today for this episode. We're going to ask which synonym is your favorite of the choices exploit utilize and exert so come and let us know answer the quiz and we'll share that in a future episode awesome awesome all right guys thank you so much for listening today and we will be back on friday awesome see you friday bye bye thanks for listening to ielts energy hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at all earsenglish.com slash my score